Welcome, my friends, to Scrymy River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Ordinarily, and I say ordinarily, but we haven't exactly established a pattern, but I would like to think this is the part of the show yeah. where I'd ask you what you've been doing this past yes. week. Yeah, it's like we catch up a little bit. Right, but mm. in this case, I have insider information. You do. We've been hanging out a lot, Dennis. Yes. We're, we're in Seattle. Yep. Uh, we've just been at Command Fest, just, just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Big success. Yeah, big success. Huge success. Great vibe. Ah, thank had, you. Had a, well, it wasn't... I mean, you weren't the you weren't the vibe distributor. You weren't the vibe. I, I was I was just, I was doing vibe checks. I was, I was okay. <laughs> even if, okay, that's fine. Like even if I give you that, even if you're doing vibe checks, you're I'm not responsible for the vibe you're results. Not the, you're not the vibe initiator. Sure, sure. You're not. Sure. The, you're not. The, you're not the vibe man. Is what the vibe man. You're not the vibe. You're not the. You're not the. You're not the, the vibe vibe chief. The vibe was very much a collective effort. Sure, it was very good. Yeah, it was very good. I had, I had a very good time. Did you like it more than your average magic fest? Uh, I did. Okay. I did. And there are a couple of reasons for that. Um, there are a couple of reasons for that. I think the vibe is very different at a Magic Fest, especially Grand Prix. You know, like it's very serious, very spiky, that sort of stuff. Right. Also, I just have to work a lot harder at them because I'm doing coverage <laughs> all day long. Like you were on coverage at Command I was Fest. on, but it was, it was just it was just much much more relaxed experience. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that sort of win-at-all-costs type. Which is great. It's a great way to play Magic. Winning, sure. winning, winning, winning all the time. But um, no, just, just chilling out, drafting a bunch of Battle Bond. Um, playing Commander, I had a great time. I had a really good time. Yeah, like I said, we're currently sandwiched between Command Fest mm. and Mythic Championship Richmond. Exactly. Uh, by the time this comes out, uh, I think the the Mythic Championship will be already underway. Yes. Um, so I'll be. I'm looking forward. I already tweeted about the fact that I'll be bringing people live and uh, unbiased coverage of Toffle winning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that'll be good. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, guys, we got a lot to get across. Yes. Uh, outside the realm of competitive Magic: The Gathering. What do, you, what do you mean? Well, we've got to we've got to get across the the, the, the questions, the queries, oh, I see, I see, I see. that people have sent in. Something I'm uncomfortable about in this edition of the podcast yes. is I have to look you in the eye while we do it. Yes, you, you, which you, is not something I usually have to no, do. No, no, no. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you could you know you could look at the wall or out the window. There's that's a true. I beautiful suppose. view of a construction site out the side. Well, a well chosen hotel. All right, man. <laughs> I, I, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed waking up very early <laughs> with all <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly. It's been, it's been very enjoyable. Um, before we get stuck into the questions, uh, I want to address some of the uh, some of the correspondence we've had. We got we got a couple of emails, got a couple mm-hmm. of uh, got a couple of messages from people saying they enjoyed the show. Got a couple from saying that they were ambivalent. To, no, that we didn't. That'd be very interesting. Uh, uh, the negative feedback, I understand. Like I hated it. Okay, uh-huh. thanks for telling me. I have no strong feelings. One yeah, a non-polarized other. opinion. <laughs> that would be very interesting. If you've got any medium opinions to send in, please write a query tower at gmail.com. Let me know. But Tyrone Phillips got in touch. Tyrone Phillips is a judge, mm-hmm. and Tyrone. Um, uh, emailed to say uh, he found the show very enjoyable, uh, which is good. Thank you, Tyrone. Uh, but also to share his perspective on uh, on slow play, which is yes. something we discussed last week. Um, and uh, you know, the, the, broadly speaking, the, ju- the stuff on the judge website, you know, he sort of you know, went over that and, and, and said that we we more or less covered it, which was good because we just were yeah reading, we reading the the, and and we're reading off the judge website yeah. at one point. But he, he gave us two bits of advice as to how judges... Two shortcuts, Yeah, this is a little bit of sort of inside, inside, judge, inside judge land here. Um, uh, the way that judges assess board states or, or to figure out whether you should be uh, giving slow play penalties, penalties. Number one, if you have time as a judge to analyze the field, figure out the line that you would take and get bored, it's slow play. Yeah, so that originally when, I, when you first read that, I think I think it's at first blush it sounds a little bit harsh because you might say, "Oh well, you could just be you're a judge, you might be a faster player than the person," or, or you don't know what's going on in the game in front of right. you. Right, but 
the thing about magic information, the amount of information you have to keep in your head, mm. when, you, when you come over and look at a table of magic cards, if you have to scan a board sit and figure it all out, that's much harder than iterating upon it. Mm. So like on any given turn... You're only changing, updating like two or three pieces of information. At most. Yeah. Often you get a draw, attack, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like especially in limited like, or mm-hmm. like slightly less complex formats. It could be often zero things change. Yeah. So you're not you're not you're not Gabriel Massif. You're not deriving magic from first principles every turn, yeah. like we joked about <laughs> last week. Um, so yeah, if you can beat the player in their seat, you're pro- they're probably playing slower than yeah, they should be. Absolutely. So that's a good little guideline. Um, the the other one which I really like because this one's mm. very very snappy. I love this one. If you're wondering if you should have given a slow pay, play penalty already, you should have already given it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. If, do, you, do you know where else I've heard that same sentiment? Sentiment. Mm. The opposite side is if you're wondering whether or not you have kidney stones, you don't. Yes, yeah. The, you'll yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you'll yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. So thank you, Tyrone, uh, for the email. And uh, thank you, everyone else who got in touch, reached out to t- say they enjoyed the show. And to the people who said they didn't enjoy it as well, because that's useful feedback. And, uh, you know, we, we just immediately mute, block, report you to the internet police. Right, of course. Never yeah. hear from you again. Ban you, know, you from all GPs. Down the memory hole. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. I would like to commend you mm. for your enormous humbleness, humblety? Humility. Humility. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because mm. I've read Tyrone's email, mm. it is very complimentary of you specifically, and you chose, wow. even though you could have, you chose yeah. to not yeah. well. subject a the audience to that and b me to that a I second have a time. Very clear, a very carefully crafted public persona mm-hmm. that is designed around seeming very, you know, very approachable, very real, very sort of, you know, down to earth, humble that sort of. Your thing. enormous humility. Now you know. You know it's all a facade. Uh-huh. You know that I'm a prima donna. You know that I'm wanting water handed to me. You know, I, would say, a... I wouldn't say prima donna. I would say monster, but I wouldn't say prima donna. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I, I go even beyond that. But so, no, of course, that's... And that's why, thank you for adhering to the script about congratulating mm. me for my And humility. of course, unfortunately, by... Well, all I've done is compliment you again. Mm. So, like... Ah. You know you know that's the price of doing business. If you no, want, I know. If you want to jump on the Riley Night train, you've got, to, you've got to be prepared to punch that ticket. No, oh, jeez. Right, let's get into some questions. Let's get into some questions. Our first question, Dennis, comes in uh, to us from Miles Butler Wolf. And Miles asks, Do you believe that angle shooting should be legal? As in, should players allow, uh, be allowed to attempt to use technical interpretations of the rules to gain an advantage in a tournament because their opponent is not familiar, familiar with the minutiae? Ah, the um, actually strategy. Yes, the actually. Mm. I think you'll find... See, this is tough, because my, my reflex was to say that this is against the spirit of the game, but not the letter of the game. Mm. But that is precisely what we're dealing with. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're talking with specifically about the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think judges should be given some leeway. And they actually are, I think. Some discretionary powers. To, to be able to think, like, well, look, even though that wasn't what your opponent said, it mm. is very clear what they intended. And I think mm. judges are actually allowed to do that in some situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether those powers should be larger or smaller than they are, mm. but I do, I do think they need to exist. I think one of the one of the sort of problems with this question here is: Do you believe that angle shooting should be legal? Is that that's pretty much the definition of angle it, shooting is it, to stretch the idea of legality. So drawing a hard line between what is and what is not angle because angle shooting exists in that space, right? Angle shooting exists is by definition legal. Angle is exactly, and it, it exists in the space where you're pushing those shades of grey. What I think Miles means here, so yeah. and you could feel free to um, reach out to us if, it's not, if that's not the case, is that if, like with cheating. Mm. If if a judge feels a person is intentionally angle shooting, yeah. as opposed to just being technical, mm. like as if they think they're going there out of their way to gain an advantage, mm. should that be considered cheating? Uh, so I've got a couple of examples for you here, right? And I, I, I think that I, I'm, I mean, this may be let's just let's just get a, a, a temperature check on this take, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what the temperature is. Okay, 
I don't think angle shooting is that bad. I don't think angle. I, 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 very, it's very dependent on the uh, the level of magic you're playing. If you go to F and M and you're angle shooting your opponents, what are you doing? Right. Let's say this is what co- are you even competitive REL. Competitive or professional? Because I think that's REL. the only gray space. I think universally, yes. or at least vast majority of people would think you're a jerk for angle shooting at a pre-release. Like if you're if you're putting your dryad arbor with your lands in a game of commander and then right. blocking it, like that's what like what are you even doing? What are you even doing at that point? Why are you playing this game that we mm-hmm. all love? If you're doing that at F and M as well, like that's not the spirit is much more important than the letter at an F and M level. Agreed. But if you're playing for actual real human Earth dollars, if you're mm-hmm. playing at a, at, a, at, a, at a Grand Prix, at a Magic Fest, mm-hmm. if you're playing at a Mythic Championship, Championship, a, a, a my thick, my ha- thick, thick championship, my thick championship. Yeah, yeah. If you're playing at one of these uh, at, a, at a high level event, it is on you to know how cards. Work. No, I agree. It is on you to know how these things work. So. Players. So the question asks: Should players be allowed to use uh, a technique, use te- technical interpretations of the rules to gain an advantage in a tournament? That's what the rules are there for, and it's it's actually I think it's the it's the onus is on the people who write and maintain the rules mm-hmm. to make them as watertight as possible, and that's not always going to be possible to make them as watertight as possible against exploitation right. when you're playing for five or six figure sums. So the the an example that jumps out to me mm. is <clears throat> is a. Uh, is the Cedric Felix example with mm-hmm. Esper Charm. And this isn't me trying to like throw Cedric into the bus or anything. It's just what, what jumps out at me yes. as, an, as an example of this. Where his opponent mm-hmm. cast Esper Charm and said, Esper Charm targeting me. Mm-hmm. Well, what they meant was Esper Charm choosing the mode where I get to draw two mm. cards. Whereas there's a mode on Esper Charm that targets a player that makes that person discard two cards. And Cedric said, you're targeting you? Yeah. And they said yes. And he said, judge. Yeah. My opponent should be discarding two cards because it doesn't say target, target player, player draws, draws two cards. cards. The only targeted, the only the only thing where you can target a player is the one that says discard two cards. This and again, apologies to Cedric if you listen to this. I'm not trying to call him out. This is this because on my, in my mind, this fits exactly on the line. Yes, yeah. I think this is the, this is the example I've heard that in my head. If you do that on F and M, like what are you even doing? And that's a jerk move. Yes, absolutely. If you do that in the finals of a of a Pro Tour or Mythic Championship, yep, that's probably fine. And, and do you know what? Do you know what I? Def- and this may be a very cowardly line to take here. But do you know who I get to? Uh, do you know who? Do you know what the solution is to that? Mm-hmm. The judge decides. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, like that's what it, a judge comes over and makes that decision. That's that's literally their so job. So should so let, let's let's talk about what Miles was saying a little yeah. bit. Should a judge be able to say, "I think you're angle shooting"? That's a warrant. Oh, should there be penalties for yes. things like angle shooting? Because I think that is what Miles means when he says, "Should no. it be illegal?" No, no, I don't think so. I think maybe. I think maybe because. It, while not technically no, against the... Go ahead. But if, you're, if you're angle shooting, you're... Man, like, I don't really want to get flayed alive for having... having I don't like having opinions at the best of times. And I feel, but the thing is, like, you're there to win a game of Magic. Right. You've got to, you've got to do... You're doing everything in your power to win, the, to win this game. If right. the rules allow you to... to you think that's a flaw in the rules. It's a flaw in the rules. Here's the thing, though. Like you said, it is impossible to make airtight rules because you can, like, yeah. language, that's just the way language yeah, is, really. That's, true, yeah. so that's the problem. Right. Language <laughs> is the problem, Dan. So you will always be able to have some sort of wiggle room. Yeah. And exploiting that wiggle room, A, you could argue is unscrupulous. Mm. B, makes magic more exclusionary if it's done at the incorrect level. Mm. And C, goes against the spirit of the game and the, and the spirit of the tournament. I think those factors together mm. make it defensible to want to say, 
I see what you're doing, but this one... It's basically, look, can you issue a penalty for genius or grifter? That's what we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah. And I think a grifter things, because like Luis Marshall talked about this on Limited Resources, if something's cheating, it's clearly grifter. It's that's, beyond And that's grifter. what I'm saying. Like, that, that's fine, right? Mm. But, but it, has to be, it has to be within the rules. Is there anything a player could do that is within the rules of the game that you think should deserve a warning? No. No, because that's what the rules no, of the game are? No, because that's what the rules of the game are. So if, well, we're talking about adding this rule now. You can call... Someone like Cedric Phillips, a jerk for calling a judge in that position on his opponent because the the opponent made a mistake mm-hmm. and announced, like by the letter of the law, there's nothing. There are no flies on Cedric Phillips. Absolutely right. none in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there should be any penalty for doing that sort of thing. I think you're well within your rights to say you disagree with it. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. Like, but that's but that's that's not that's a very different. That's a social penalty. Well, here's not a th- gameplay penalty. Here, here's where it gets tricky. And I agree, Cedric moved within the, within the lines of the mm-hmm. law, so that's what it is. What if we add this law to the lines of the law? I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I don't think, it, I don't think it's a... I think maybe we should. I'm not super convinced. I'm like 65, 70% convinced. But I think we should. So if, if you attempt to gain an advantage by taking... But what if the judge rules in your favor and says, yeah, well, you got him technically, but it's still a warning for being a jerk? I think I'm okay with it. Like, if the judge has to just try to discern your intent. The same way they do when trying to figure out if players no, are cheating. You're, you're either cheating or you're not. And if you're cheating... No, no, that's not true at all. What do you if mean? You, if, you make, if you make a mistake that benefits you, yeah. that's not cheating. If you intentionally make a mistake that benefits you, that is cheating. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. But, I'm you, saying but judges call, can't remind. No, but if you're calling someone out, like if you're saying, this guy's angle shooting, mm-hmm. right? Give him a warning. Mm-hmm. No, like because this person is either, is either angle, angle shooting or cheating. Angle shooting is not cheating. Of course it's not. No, so there's, there's no penalty. But I, I think there should be a penalty. I don't think so. Okay, we just disagree. But, That's but, fine. Like, how can you how can you determine what is like? So again, it comes down to intent. Which it's the same. It's but, the same but argument. What as do you cheating. mean? Obviously, you you intend to angle shoot if you're angle shooting. You can't accidentally angle shoot. I think. I think. Well, I think you could be. It's, it's the same with like contract law. I think you could always. You could. You could say that if someone is being is behaving, is, is taking a overly detail overly. What's the word? What was what was the word Miles used? Uh, a technical interpretation of the rules. Taking an overly technical or overly like minutia focused interpretation of the rules. Beyond reason. So, so a judge in this situation, the judge is coming over and is saying, "I, I disagree. Like, I'm not going to uphold the, the call that you've you're, you're making here. That this person can draw two cards. They're not going to have to discard two cards, and you get a warning for being for, for being overly technical." I don't think that's a crazy word. I think it's I think it's awful. I think that's an awful thing to do. We are talking about games of magic that are being played for tens of thousands of dollars. That's the other thing. Then the other, the, other, the other part of this discussion is where on the spectrum you make this cut. I think the I think the Esper Chump thing is exactly like. Sorry, as, I mean we're in the spectrum of um professional of like competitive competitive level play. Because we agree at the finals of a Pro Tour, it's fine. We agree at F and M, it's not. But there's yeah. a whole breadth between that. But that's why we have no. If you do it at round one of a Pro Tour, if comp you Ariel. If, you, if it's comp, if it's competitive Ariel. But yeah. the thing is, you can't you can't you can't punish someone for 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 their rules knowledge. Mm. But no, I'm not punishing the person for the rules knowledge. Well, for the, for, you can't punish someone for, for attempting to leverage or exploit the rules. I think you could at a casual level. At a ca- okay, but now we're but now we're handing out punishments at a casual level. But, so what does that even mean? But this, but this, no, it does mean something. I will tell you this. Oh my goodness me! Wow, wow, wow! You want to know, you want to know something happened to me? I was playing at Good Games in Melbourne. This is years and years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I was playing with a friend Nick. I'd finished my round. I'd finished my draft uh, my draft game, and he was still finishing off his there like that. It's like a count. I, I don't know what it was, but let's say it was a counter spell I had. So he needed he needed double blue up. He mistapped and like didn't didn't and could have, but didn't leave double blue up. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh no, no, just leave the leave the island untapped, right? I was in the middle of talking to my friend Isaac, who was who was just like working at the store and therefore the head judge of the event. And he's like, whoa, Riley, I'm going to issue you with a warning because that is outside assistance. 
and I felt so bad. <laughs> I was so scared. And after, because Isaac's a, like a very good mate of mine, and after mm-hmm. some, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't even think about it. And it's like, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like it was mostly a joke, but like you can't do that sort of it's thing. It's like it's like when it goes in your permanent record. Exactly, yeah. your permanent record. But at the time, I felt my heart was in my mouth. It's like when, oh man, I can tell you another story now. No, <laughs> oh, no, wow. nothing to do with MTG. Um, I was at the footy when I was a kid, right? Oh, the cricket, the cricket. Because they're doing the, you know, the Mexican wave, the big yeah. thing where everyone goes, oh, he puts that. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm acting it out for Dennis. You, you put your hands. You're lucky up this is the only air. podcast where we can see each other as well. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hands up in the air like a like a wave, and it goes around around the the, the, stadium. the stadium. Like it goes, it's sort of, it, it's it's a wave. It looks mm-hmm. exactly like a wave. Um, anyway, uh, people were chucking stuff over the air while they were doing it, right? So you know, was drinks, and things. Well, like... yeah, like their plastic sure. beer, uh, beer cups, whatever else, like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting, I was eight years old. I'm going to get on this. So I picked up like a little wrapper from a food thing and it came around and I went, Wee! and I threw it up in the air like that. And then I got a tap on the shoulder, right? And a cop <gasps> said, hold on to the bit of paper next time, mate. And I, oh my god, The litter police! Oh my goodness. <gasps> but the thing is like, obviously, obviously you shouldn't chuck stuff up in the air. Like, you know, I, I say they were throwing up, but like the people were throwing all sorts of stuff. It's dangerous, right. right? But as a kid, I'm like, oh, so, but having like being told off by a policeman at the age Ooh. of eight. And the thing is, I went to like snuggle into dad. Well, you thought you were seconds from jail. Well, is, <laughs> I went to snuggle into dad to like for, for comfort. And he was like, oh, mate. Oh, like that. And I felt, <gasps> oh, he just looked at me. Like my dad I was like, oh, I'm a criminal. I'm a criminal now. So at eight years old, getting like a warning like that from a cop. Oh, mate, it went right in there. Same as Isaac. Same as Isaac warning me not to tell Nick how to tap his manner. So no. If, if someone is angle shooting at FNM, absolutely. Light them up. Light them up. At a non-comp okay. REL, you, yes, there should be no tolerance. Yeah, I think, I think I agree with you. I think I agree. If There has to be a line of comp REL. Yes. Yeah, and at, but at a competitive, if you're sitting down at your first well, Olympic championship... not that, then what are REL's for? Exactly. You know? right. Exactly. It's about the... For those who don't know, REL refer to rules enforcement level, which is just how, basically how strict the rules of magic and this, are. And this you know, sort of relates back to what we were saying about the difference between Command Fest and a, and a Magic Fest. Yeah. The very different vibe. Mm-hmm. Very different vibe. But if you're sitting in round 13, even round 2, round 1 of a mm. Magic Fest, and your opponent stuffs up... Oh, Grandpa, yeah. You have, you have no obligation to let them get away with it. If they, if they do something like target themselves with an Esper Charm, you can call the judge. And the, the thing is here, if the judge says, all right, pull your head out of your bum, they clearly meant to draw two cards, they get to draw two cards, you move on. Mm-hmm. You move on because you you, you chanced so, your arm and it didn't work here's out. Here's the that's thing: fine. In, just in terms in, in terms, yeah. is there a difference for you mm. between angle shooting and rules lawyering? Not really. No, I, I consider angle shooting to be more, outside a more egregious offense. More I, I, actually, an offense. Rules lawyering is is, t- is I, I always consider I to be synonymous. I think they're the, the same thing. You think? I think they're exactly the same thing. I think. I think for rules lawyering, for rule, rules lawyering, you're much less, less likely to get someone go, oh, come on. But I think you will almost every time with angle shooting. That's the... Okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to sort of wrap up what I'm saying about all this because I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me by saying that... The... I think I have the, I'm the less popular opinion here, by the way, than you. Well, we both, so we both think we're in the yeah. wrong. <laughs> I like how we both supported our opinions, both things are wrong. The primacy of the judges uh-huh. is what wraps this one up for me. Right? I agree. If a judge comes over and says, no... Your opponent gets to draw two cards. Don't be silly. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no, and, and because the, the judges are there to, to be impartial and and resolve non-objective roles, resolve subjective conflicts like that, right? And obviously, the rules have to support them the best they can with that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, if you call a judge and the judge makes the decision, that's that's where that's where it ends. So I'm not saying that, you know. 
you know, if you're going to go into a tournament and you're like, I'm going to take every shot I can get and I'm going to angle shoot, you also have to be ready to lose some of those battles. And you have to be ready to, that, you know, that not everyone... But there's no consequences. Okay, so you... So the problem is it incentivizes people to angle shoot every possible opportunity, uh, possible opportunity. Yes, when you're playing for tens of thousands of dollars, yes, right, you should okay. take every single opportunity you can to win those games of magic. Hmm. Okay, okay. It's not, a, it, it's not about, it's not about uh, making sure your opponent has a good time. No, no, no. It's but, but, but I think at some point you have to consider ma- maintain that magic is fun, even at high level play for spectators, for okay. people, for aspiring players. That's fine. Uh, the the situation then is to tighten up the rules. That's fine. You know, and, and, and do you know the other thing? You pay a very real cost. You pay a very real cost by angle shooting outside of the game. Right, and that socially, yes. And I have no problem with that. You want to brand someone an angle shooter, and you want to you want to socially punish them for that. That is fine. Okay. That is fine. Court of, court of public opinion. Court of public opinion. I'm not saying, you know, well, I'm not talking about harassment and doxing. I'm talking about... If but this, no, you're right, it has real consequences. You do not have to be... You have to be civil and maintain a, a, basic, a basic level of, of human respect towards this person. You don't have right. to like them. Right. You don't, have to, you don't have to be nice to them at all. You don't know I them. mean, yeah. But that, that, here's the thing. That sounds like a hot take. But all, all you're saying there is that you don't have to be nice to someone based on their actions. And which can, is and you fine can, for any, anything. And you can also call them out on it. Yeah. Outside of the game. You can yeah. say, hey, what you did, that's a huge dick move. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. That was that was a really, really rubbish thing that you did, and mm. you've lost a lot of respect as a result of it, right? Yeah. And, and that and that, Dennis, that's the penalty. That's the cost. Okay, I'm on board with that. Yeah. I think you convinced me. I was 65, I'm like 55 now. Oh, brought down by 10%. Yeah. 10% off. 10% off. <laughs> Dennis, I want, to, I want to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about Channel 5.com. You want to, you want to talk to you about Channel 5.com? Okay. This reminds me of... The way you, way you about Channel This reminds me of something. Okay. So our good friend James, who works at CFB Events, mm. when he um, when he left his old work okay. to come work with... Let's see, at the same time I did, we came on together. Yeah. Um, he told his boss that he was leaving to go work for Channel Fireball. Okay. And his boss was like, okay, that's great. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> we're so glad to we're see so you glad to see, yeah, yeah well no like, congratulations yeah, yeah, I assume. Sure, 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 sure. and so they got a little cake and they had a get together and That's his nice. boss stood over in the office and said alright everybody James is leaving us for greener pastures mm-hmm. he is off to work for Channel Flurbo <laughs> for what? for Channel Flurbo for Channel Flurbo Channel Flurbo so what do neither of which are words no 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 no. so what do what is Channel Flurbo so we all know okay channelfire.com magic singles accessories some of the best content on the internet this podcast well, included in, yeah. included absolutely right we all know that that's on channel5.com. What's on channelflurbo.com? What's on channelflurbo.com? Please check. Let's have a look. Let's, I'm gonna, if it's I'm, available, we're buying it so right now. It's channel... It's, 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 C-H-U-N-N-E-L. It's a... It, it's a I'll tell you what it is. Let's see if it actually exists. No, no. It's, it's wide open. Wide it's open. wide, wide open. And I'm going to tell you, the only, the only result for Channel Flurbo is a nine apps website where, about the Euro Tunnel that has an Android app called Flurbo Multicoin Wallet. Very close. But what, what does Channel... So, again... You go to channelfire.com, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the best deals on magic cards. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a great you're gonna get store credit bonuses out the wazoo. Oh yeah. At, at More ch- value than you can handle. At channel at channel Flurbo, what are you getting? You're getting mer- merger cards. Merger curds. You're getting merger curds. You're getting mer- you're getting merger curds. You're getting merger curds. So it's a type of cheese. Curds, yeah, curds. It, it's yeah. made in the Mergic region yeah. of southern France. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Mergique. Right? The mergeur, mer- yeah. mer- so it's, it's it's cheese curds made uh-huh. in southern France. Mer- it's like poutine, like poutine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite tart. Yeah, they've, they've got a real they got a real got a real kick to them. Uh-huh. I don't really like them that much. Mer- merger curds are not not for you. You're a magic cards kind of guy. Mag- I, I, and of course, if you want magic cards, you can go to channelflubber.com. Channel 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 yeah, merger curds. That's where you get your merger curds. 
what else? What else? Ermagerd Magicers. Ermagerd Magicers. I think it's like a hydrodynamics engineering website for the channel, which is the Channel Tunnel. That was the other direction I was going to say. Is that the Channel Tunnel that that uh, connects uh, Britain with France? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a it's a tunnel built under the channel. So which the people call it the channel. So it's a flurbo. So fluid mechanics. Yeah. It's like it's like some sort of like hydraulics thing. Yes. It's a yeah. it's a component. It's a it's a pump that, that yeah. removes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to change the flurbos in second floor. We're going to change the flurbos down in the we channel. We got to order them onto channelflurbo.com. In summation, channelflurbo.com, no good. No Not good. unless you're a, some sort of hydro engineer. Unless you are a, an English and or French uh, fluid, fluid uh, like hydro engineer. Hydro engineer? Hydro engineer. <laughs> What's that, a green blue card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the much more likely event, you are a Magic the Gathering, a Deckmaster game, card game player, or collector. Mm-hmm. Head to channelflurbo.com for all the best videos and content in the multiverse. And not channelflurbo.com. No. All no. you can buy is French cheese goods, right? All right, Dennis, I've got, a, uh, I've got an important question to ask you here. This okay. one this one, uh, this one, one actually comes from Reddit. So often, often on the Magic, uh, the Magic TCG uh, Reddit page, people will post questions asking for advice, that sort of stuff. And so uh, we're going to offer the very best type of advice. Unsolicited. Unsolicited. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's my very favorite type of advice. It's not, I hate it. But uh, Reddit user will make it through asks, mm-hmm. <clears throat> why is an elk a 3-3? Hot topic at the moment. Why is an elk a 3-3? While a bear... Is a two-two? Aren't bears the natural predator of elks? Now, this is a this is. I mean, obviously, a very hot button issue, and very controversial with Oko sort of running roughshod over over the, the game as a whole. I mean, we had the we had a, a vintage yeah, yeah. final ended with a three-three elk black lotus recently. So that's a. Uh, you know, obviously, but we're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about that, Dennis. We're no, here no, no. to talk about the much more important side of the the flavor aspect of, of this the power thing. and toughness yeah. scale. Exactly right. I don't like. So bears are natural predators of elks. Actually, I don't know if they are. Do bears eat elks? To the Google. To the Google. To the Google. Do bears eat elks? Almost certainly, yes. I know they. Well, they might be too big. Well, the elks are the bears. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) The elk isn't meal enough for them. No, no. The elk is too big. Okay. As in, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. If 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 uh, if a bear happened upon a dead elk, I think it would eat it. Yes. But I don't know if a bear is going to chase and kill an elk. Okay. I'm going to read you a little passage now from What Do Bears Eat? Dot info. Wow. (laughs) Grizzly bears, like black bears, eat Mm -hmm. a lot of vegetation, Mm -hmm. but they also eat more meat than their cousins. Grizzly bears hunt deer, elk, moose, and bison regularly, okay. along with fish like salmon and trout. When meat is not available, they would prefer to eat wild beans, nuts, grass, and tubers. <laughs> now <laughs> we know. Just chomping down a burrito. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, so they do. We've, we've determined that they do. Um, so the question here is, does Oko make particularly swole elks? Is 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 3-3 three, three like a... Is it like AC in Dungeons & Dragons, where it doesn't necessarily represent how much toughness you have mm. but more how difficult you are to kill no but that's that's tu- that's just toughness power or whatever we're, yeah. we're saying here that if a, if a bear goes up against an elk it will lose every time yeah, if it goes a bero are uh, elko mm-hmm. um, which actually doesn't you know, when you say mano mano means hand to hand when people say mano a mano if it goes yeah. if it goes paw to hoof <laughs> if it goes paw to hoof <laughs> yeah. um, uh, an elk will just win yeah, that's not true. There's no way. Who's down there's no way no have th- you read about bears just incidentally as a slight time bears are Terrifying. Yeah, bears are bears. Are they weigh like a metric ton. Mm-hmm. They polar bears mm. can run thirty miles an hour. What's that in real things? That's like forty-five kilometers. 40, Fifty kilometers an hour. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's like a car. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a car. Yeah, it's like a car. Yeah. I remember there was an episode of QI where they were like, "What are you supposed to do if a polar bear is trying to attack you?" Mm. And people say, "Run." It's like, no, no. Use that every time. You're yes. supposed to take off all your clothes and like leave them in a trail for the bear because yeah. it'll stop and inspect oh, and, and sniff each one, and that that might buy you enough time. All right. The only issue is. 
the you're then naked in a woodland. No, no, it's a polar bear, so it's an environment that is particularly non-conducive to taking off all your clothes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, bears will mess you up, man. Oh, bears will get you. Bears will get you. I've got two comments to make here. One of them is not bear related. Uh, the other one is is bear related. Uh, the first one, Dennis, which is bear related, is I'd that, like to buy a bear related comment. <laughs> <laughs> the the my strategy for running away from a bear. You thought about this, right? I've thought about this. Um, you know, for example, let's say you you and I are out in the woodland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a, a bear comes at us. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio, Revenant. I start thinking, oh, do I want an Oscar? No, I want to live. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my strategy it is to run, Dennis. And do you know why? You have to. I'm outrun pretty me. sure I can run. You can faster definitely than you. outrun me. Pretty sure I could run faster than you, buddy. So that's my survival strategy mm-hmm. for bear. You don't have to be. And, and the other thing is, if you're in a group of people, you don't even have to be the fastest. Just not the slowest. Just not the slowest. The yeah. other thing, the, there's a, here's the thing. Mm. There's black, black bears and brown bears, right? Mm-hmm. There's um, one kind of bear where you're supposed to play dead. Yes, yes, and yes. One yeah, kind of yeah, bear yeah, where you're supposed I, to yeah. make a lot of yeah. noise. And I don't know which one I can't remember which one no, is either. I don't know which one it is. They, they should have instructions. The most terrifying thing okay. is if you get it wrong. So yeah. if, if you try and like, <laughs> if you try and intimidate check a, 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 the wrong kind of bear, yeah. it'll just kill you. Yep. Yeah. That's bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you play dead mm. on the wrong kind of bear. Yeah. It'll just start eating. It'll just start eating. It'll, It'll just start. Ooh, that's a freebie. That's a freebie. <laughs> that was easy. Um, would you like to hear my non-bear-related uh, yes. comment now? So, do you know what to do when you're running away from a crocodile, Dennis? I know crocodiles have very low opening strength. Uh, so that's one thing. Yes. So you, with your bare hands, can hold a crocodile's you will mouth be able shut. To hold a crocodile's mouth shut. There is no way, like they, the force that they can exert when they're closing their jaws Huge. is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it will, it will crush bone. Whereas if once their jaws are closed, that's why you see them close with sticky tape. They yeah. just you can't open it. No, but let's let's say that it hasn't clamped you in your it's jaws just yet. It's coming at you. What do you do? You zigzag. You zigzag. Yes. Yes. They they can run. They got very a bad. They, they got a bad line. turning circle. They got a bad turning circle. They got a very bad turning circle. Like an old like an old VW Polo. They're, just, <laughs> they're doing fifteen point turns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to, okay, if we're going to talk about crocodiles, let's talk about the parent types of the crocodiles as well. Well, here's the thing: the system is flawed. That's why this question's on here. Okay. So let's let's try and reinvent the wheel here. Okay. Let's we'll, say, we'll start from the, we'll start from scratch. So a one one, I think that's our baseline. Yeah, a one yeah. a one one is the peak of human physical condition. A, no, 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 a, no. A one one is a a one one is an average human. No, a one one is like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, a, okay. Do, do you mean? Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> rock, the, rock the Johnson. <laughs> rock, the, rock the Johnson. If rock, rock the Dwayne Johnson is a a two two or a three three minimum. See, this is the problem, Matt, because Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. If he's a, if he's a three three, let's say one one is your average random human being. This is a regular. Yeah, a person. Yeah. Uh, if Dwayne the Rock Johnson, essentially, I guess now not a person, but whatever, yeah. is a three three, yeah. he still can't beat a bear in a fight. Do you think the Rock could beat a bear in a fight? Well, it depends on the bear. <laughs> no, it no, doesn't. No, 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 no he no. couldn't. No, the Rock, the the a bear would be a very five much five. The, the paper to the Rock. Yeah, um, a five five, right? A bear or the Rock? Now a bear is a five a bear is five. A five well, I mean, there are, there are four four bears. Yeah, can't start here. Four four bears. They just apparently are just bigger and which and, I think is a better like, spot for. But they, they they get punched all the time. They got evolutionary. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got. Yeah. yeah, they they had to grow to because they're always yeah. getting punched very savagely. Um, let let's 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 be very real here. Let's be very real mm-hmm. about this situation. Two two is a ridiculous stat line for a grizzly bear. Yes, ridiculous. There's no world in which that makes. So sense. I think we can make an empirical, a relatively objective system here. Mm. If we assume one one is an average human, average human, not m- not Dwork, Dwork the Rain Johnson, not 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 Rourk the Dork Johnson. No, <laughs> um, how many you know mm. random like office worker human beings? Yeah. does it take to beat a bear? Three, four, four. So a bear is a four four. A bear is a four four. How, do you think? Do you think me and you and... No, no, we're, and, no, we're getting wrecked. I'm thinking about it now, no, we're getting wrecked. No, 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 I wasn't even going to say the bear. Do you think me and you and, like, Marshall, for example, just yeah. three random people, yeah. could beat The Rock in a fight? 
No, well, okay, well then we couldn't beat the we couldn't beat a bear. Like four of us. No, not even close. That's oh, right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do you know what the, you know the problem is? It's not granular enough. Right. This is what we need. Yu Gi Oh. We need like oh thousands. We need thousands. We need we need we need granularity. It's like oh what's what's your, what's your, what's the parent touch from the creature? Oh, it's a four hundred and seventeen seven hundred ninety four. Here's the thing. Here's the soapbox moment. Okay. About Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. I, I used to play Yu Gi Oh when I was a kid. I'm very sorry. And I used to watch Yu Gi Oh when I was a kid. Did you really? It was amazing. Yeah, Have you no, watched Yu Gi Oh? No, 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 I haven't. Here, the, 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 I'm not going to do talking about the Anime. The Anime, yes. The famous Anime. Yeah, the yes. Anime. The famous yeah. Anime. Yeah. Um, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh, mm. and the exact attack and defense system you're talking about, yep. is... Nonsense. Yeah. Abject nonsense. Yeah. Because they almost never mm. use the third digit, and they literally Maybe, never yeah. use the last so digit. So it could, instead of thousands, it could just be hundreds, and then it usually could just be tens. It could really just be tens. Yeah. But even that's, even that's great, right? Even that, right, that's going to give us a, a level of granularity that's going to work. That magic well. doesn't really have. Magic yeah. doesn't have, and that's why we end up in worlds where an elk is beating a, a bear, or an emerald is losing to fifteen squirrels. Yes, exactly. Well, Whereas I, I think I could probably beat fifteen squirrels in a fight. Dennis, I could crush a squirrel on my hand. You could crush a squirrel while the other fourteen. I mean, squirrels are squirrels. One by one, I I think I could be. <laughs> yeah, but they're squirrels not lining up neatly. No, I know they're not. Yeah, no, it's not a video game. Yeah. Kind of like elaborate trap. They've, they've well, well, no, you're giving them weight. They don't get to stack their wisdom scores. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, but it's cumulative, right? Mm-mm. They're greater than the sum of their parts. I don't think they are. Man, squirrels are tricksy. Squirrels are squirrels get are tricksy. Squirrels will get you. You're a squirrel. We talked about this the other day. I, I, I think like my spirit animal. You know, everyone's like, oh, a wolf. Yeah, a tiger. Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I'm a squirrel. I'm a squirrel, hands down. Cautious, worried, constantly worried about stuff. Very, yeah, very cautious. Always, on. what's going on? Oh, oh, what's over there? Okay, busy, busy. L- love nuts. I do love nuts. I do love nuts. Um, there's a pun. I'm in your hotel room. There's a punnet of nuts there is a, there is right a, on that radiator. There is a trivial pursuit, a hexagon pie shaped thing of nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost all gone. There are. There's a lot of. There's, there's some shells left, but no one, no one's eating them. Um, but uh, the, the busyness is what really applies. I'm yeah. always doing stuff. The, always, always getting stuff. I'm making it sort of chittering motion yeah, with my yeah, hands. Yeah. Always, always doing stuff with uh, with me. That's why. I, that's why. What's your? I know. What are it's, we a about? it's a bear. It's a big bear. For those of you who don't know, Dennis, he is a large lad. Yeah, he is a large lad in 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 every in every meaning of the word. Like you are, you have a big presence. You got a big mm-hmm. voice. You're very, <laughs> very imposing. You got a very right. big personality. Um, small eyes. I do actually have very small eyes. Small that eyes. is actually very yeah. true. <laughs> you do I do have eyes. upset. I would, I would say upsettingly small yeah. eyes. Yeah. 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 But what, what, let's let's get to back to the real the real core of the problem yeah. here. Yeah. And a bear would beat an elk in a fight. One hundred percent. Yes. 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 I, I'd give you a thousand one odds. So I think I think the I think the problem is that bears shouldn't be two twos. But it's too iconic. Like the bear is a, a, a grizzly bear. It's a two two. That's what we call it. We have to let go of that. I th- do we have? We, we've got to move with the time. We made a mistake twenty five years ago, and, and now I think it's time to own up. We're paying. We've been paying for it ever since. Exactly right. Um, Old Richie G back in the day. Yeah, he's like, I've never, never seen a bear. <laughs> That's the problem. Garfield had never seen a bear in his life. He's like, oh, how, big, how big could it be? A tutu? Yeah, yeah. Easy. 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 How many? Easy. How much could a banana possibly cost, yeah. Michael? <laughs> That's, that was exactly how it happened there. All right, let's let's test out this theory. Okay, let's test the theory. I'm gonna hit random card. Right? Okay, I'm gonna hit random card, and we're gonna we're gonna evaluate its power and toughness. Right, we're gonna we're gonna see just how just, how just take a take, take a little litmus test. Okay. okay. Right. Oh, the other thing, uh, humans, right? The upper limit. You know, we talk about the upper limit of humans. Kamal, pit fighter. Has six power. How hard does he hit? Yeah, exactly. All right, a camel. A tasseled dromedary. Just a camel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's an O4? It's an O4. A camel, if a camel, a camel could bite me. A camel is all offense and no defense. A camel should be a 4-0. Those things will get you. Yeah, it's like a horse. Own. It's just a horse. It's, no, no, it's not a horse. Because it's a horse with real. It's a horse with a real attitude problem. <laughs> it's a horse with a real attitude problem. I know, guys. but like a, ho- a horse will kick you in the head and it'll kill you. 
Yeah, but not like on purpose. This is the right. Thing. But no, a cam- they, if a camel kicks its head, it'll kill they you. do attack. They, the horses will. The horses will get you. But they're, they're like they're flighty, scared prey animals. Horses, right? And well, no, always, camels, camels are jerks. Camels are just real jerks. Camels are just real, real nasty boys. All right, Yixlid Jailer. It's two one. So a, a, a correctional officer. Yeah, a correctional officer. Two one. Yeah, makes sense. Two one. Yeah. It's a little harder. Yeah. I would say they'd be tough. I think he'd be uh, more. T- yeah, he'd be yeah, grizzled. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to sort of build. Yeah, a you'd, thick skin. Yeah, yeah. That that is true. All right, Ashen Ghoul. A zombie. Uh, it's a three-one. It's a zombie. It's got haste. Three-one makes sense to me. Yeah, because it's fragile. We're talking about like um, twenty-eight days later zombie. I, I'm not a I'm not a zombie uh, uh, snob. So Can you that, do a good zombie noise? No, is that the, I'm, no? Because you know the the appearance. Yeah, yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Is, so is it Romero, a Romero zombie? Romero yeah. zombie. So it's not a Romero zombie. Arms at slow walk. Yeah, it's no, not. One it's of twenty-eight them. days. It, it's a twenty-eight day zombie because it's got low toughness. Yeah, it like goes one, <laughs> and scales yeah, a wall. Yeah. Exactly, but yeah, it'll it'll, it'll get you. So that, that's good. Okay, good yeah. so far. And would. Kill a bear, and the bear would also kill it. I like that. That actually works really well. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's uh, let's roll up another one here. Have a talk about this one. Vianoshino Slaughtermaster. So this is a lizard man. It's a lizard warrior. It's a it's the Vianoshino warrior. Double strike, holding two enormous spiky axes. It looks like a little thorny devil that has just been that has been hitting the gym like you wouldn't believe it here. And it's a one-one. Double strike though. Yeah, but that's that's not factoring into it. That's just that's its, its skill set. That's not its physical. Pr- pr- that's true. Uh, that's that's its, true. Yeah, exactly. My strength is not dictated by what, how well I can play the piano. No, exactly. It's it's low. That's too low. That's, that's too low. Way too low. Way too low. This thing will kill you in a second. It's like an alligator person, right? It's the vision is like alligator. It's, it's like a, a, a huge big lizard man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Lizard man, lizard man, lizard man. Have you seen? Have you? What, did you never watch Harvey Birdman? You're just saying lizard man at me over and over again. Harvey Birdman is fantastic. Harvey Birdman is a. It's a show. I think it was an Adult Swim, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it, it's about. It's like a. He's a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And at one point, he he calls a a lizard man to the stage, or to the the stage, <laughs> <laughs> to, to the, the stage, stand, to the stand, and says, "Please, please state your uh, your name, uh, species, and occupation." And he says, "Lizard man, lizard man, lizard man." Nice. <laughs> All right, final one. Rocks charger. So this is a rhino person. It's a rhino four, it's a four individual? four rhino soldier, a rhino individual. Yes, it's a rhino. It's a rhino individual. Um, it's a three three. It's a four mana three three. And the thing is, a rhino is a four four. This guy, this boy has been slacking. A rhino. A rhino. This, this is, is a bipedal rhino a bipedal capable, rhino capable of using... Holding a halberd. Yeah, I was just saying, this is a bipedal rhino capable of using tools. Yes. That's terrifying! No, but, it, but it, it's, 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 it has small power and toughness than just a rhino token, which is a 4-4. No, this is better than a rhino, sure. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We've trained this. This is terrifying. I know. That's not trained, it's evolved. <laughs> this is like, like this is to, this is, this is to rhinos as we are to, like... Pre Neanderthals, mm, mm, mm. it is it is bipedal and they can use tools. But for some reason, it's less powerful and less tough. Here's the thing: though. I think I lose to a fight to an Neanderthal in a fight, though. They're probably tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the skill set. It's the skill set. Maybe maybe keywords do matter because this one has trample and exalted. Exalted. Yeah. So I, never, I never understood what was going on with exalted. Oh, okay. Like they're getting getting cheered on, I guess. Like, well, go. Get yeah, I still feel like I'd rather you all just yeah, charge with, with me. me. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's probably going to help. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you know what really annoys me about this as well? Like mm. rhinos are four fours, hippos three threes. Hippos are much more... Rhinos are basically blind. Oh, no, no. Hippos are more vicious. Yes. Yeah, I think like, a rhino would beat a hippo in a fight. No, no, no. A rhino would gore a hippo. No, it wouldn't. No, no, no. A hippo, a hippo... This is... This is... They're in the arena fighting to the death. Yes. Well, it depends on the... It depends on the on the terrain as well. Like, is it a, is it a marshy, boggy terrain? Well, the rhino gets feet stuck. Because the hippo... If there's any moisture, the hippo will win. Yeah. But hippos... <laughs> hippos are... Now I'm thinking of, like, a, a room... Mm. And like the rhinos easily favorite, and then there's a humidifier in the corner, yeah, like, oh, and the hippo's oh, like, whoo, whoo. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. No, um, I think I think look, we could talk about this for days. Clearly, Funda- clearly. Fund- fundamentally, the power and toughness 
uh, scale. The ludo narrative properties of the parent of the scale are uh, so just, are lacking. I think we should. Re- you know, we had, we, we had the the great creature type update, of uh-huh. whatever it was, when we went through and um, added types, added and, subtracting and types. Added, yeah. you know, brush wagged, managed to survive the cull somehow. No one knows how. Um, we need to do the same thing with parent toughness. We need mm-hmm. to we need to go through and retroactively. That's a work. nightmare. No, 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 we've got to do it. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. We got, I think we should be re- re- diverting all of our resources towards this for, for the for the health and the future of this game. You think it's essential? It's essential. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. Essential for the health of the game. The great parent toughness update. Expect the. The, I mean, the dissertation from Riley MD Knight. How long Knight. could it take, Dennis? How long could it possibly Five take? years? <laughs> <laughs> Our next question, Dennis, comes from Darren Leamy, who asks, how do you subtly inform someone of the importance of not assuming all Magic players are male when addressing a group of them? Now, there's a little bit of context. There's some bonus con- yeah. DLC context Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah, there's a little, little bit of behind uh, the scenes here. Which is also kind of the reason I included this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is a response directly to me. Mm. Because before we recorded our first episode, I posted in um, a, face- a Magic Facebook group that I'm part of. It's got a couple hundred people in it. Basically saying, you know, hey, here's what we- we're starting this podcast, yada, yada, yada. We'd like some questions. Mm-hmm. But I opened that post with, hey, lads, which is just a colloquialism of, hey, guys, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Uh, which is not a gender-neutral term, nope. despite it being used as one for... A long time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I, I replied to Darren saying, you're right, I shouldn't have done that, and I'll happily mm-hmm. talk about it on the podcast, because I wanted to, and I think it's an important yep. thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably shouldn't have done that. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to like self-flagellate too much about it, because it was, I think it was, an, it was an honest mistake. Yeah. But uh, there's, a, there's a decent chance. And there are a number of people in that group who would not, you know, who wouldn't, wouldn't identify as, a, quote, yeah. as a lad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I should have been more sensitive, and it was just, it was just a, mental, mm-hmm. a mental hiccup. But that's one that's something, people, something that people run into a lot in magic, in yes. the magic community. This is a, this is a relatively, like... Well traversed topic. Yes, and, it's, and we're rel- magic players, generally speaking, are relatively forward thinking and, and progressive, and, I think and, so. and pretty aware of issues like this. But I still think it's worth talking about. Having said that, mm-hmm. I want to I want to preface this discussion, Dennis, with with I think a very important disclaimer. You and I are both straight, white, cisgendered males. Yep. Uh, our voices are not the most important when it comes to issues like this. No, yeah, people, people, don't, people don't really hunger for that perspective, no, exactly. right? And, and and also there is enough of it already. Exactly. Right? So we are not coming out here, I mean, I'm not interested in mansplaining today. I'm not interested in talking about this in any kind of authority, in authoritative or definitive way. Well, you and I don't have any real experience with this. And this is what Certainly it is. Certainly on the, like, actual zero on the receiving and, end. And this isn't about, uh, this isn't about censorship. This isn't about the erasure of, of male voices in these sorts of things. Right. The, the fact is that our voices aren't just relevant. Yeah. They're not as relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, we can still make our commentary. We can still have our, our people. And the reason I wanted to include it is because Darren specifically was referring to me, and I was like, well, I'll respond. Exactly. But there's, I, I think it's important to note that, you know, if you're talking, whenever you're talking about this as someone who isn't directly affected or uh, affected by it or involved by it, this isn't a question of politics. It's just a question of common sense, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you and I start having a discussion about history, mm-hmm. right? Your opinion is worth a little bit less than mine because of course. I just know more. I have more of a background. I have more time invested right. in that. If we start talking about radiology, which is one sure. of the, your professional backgrounds, mm-hmm. I would defer to your... Right. So when we're talking about this sort of stuff, if you're talking about a non-binary, a transgender person, naturally their opinion is worth more just because they have... More experience. More, more, or more, or, more in, our, or in our case, some experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so Our opinion is important in one specific way, though, I think. Okay. Which is that it is... It is valuable, uh, you know, in our position mm. to other people in our like socio-demographic group. Yes, other straight white men. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to mansplain, except possibly to to other men. Other, exactly. other men yeah. And I think, and I think that's, that's what that's what why I want to I want to share a story that is, is that that is sort of my experience with this area, especially when it comes to uh, to to non-binary pronouns. 
So obviously, like I worked as a broadcaster, worked as a broadcaster for Wizards, long time, very forward thinking company, very aware of these social issues, mm. and they, I would say, generally do a, a very good job of of um, uh, promoting the. Inclusive language and things well, like that. I was going to say perspectives that are on the right side of history. Right, sure. Speaking, yeah. Which is very important. And, uh, you know, as, as something of a, uh, you know, I guess, what's the word? Not a, not a mascot, but like one of the... Uh, an ambassador. An ambassador, oh, sure. An amb- a voice for the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I took it very seriously to, to get this right. But I have to say, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, a sort of a flicker switch moment. It wasn't natural, It yeah. wasn't natural, right? It, was, it wasn't, you know, and I'm not, I'm not claiming to have sort of, you know, gone through any great hardship right. or anything else like that, but I'm saying that, uh, you know, to make the adjustment, to start commentating on the matches of non-binary people. It was an adjustment, make, it was a conscious effort. And it was a conscious effort. And it, one was, it was one that I was more than happy to make. And what, something, this is something you encounter more than the average person does. Yeah. Because you, as part of your job, mm. have to refer using pronouns to people who you who, who, often you only know their name and no, yes. nothing else. Yes. Which is not something people tend to encounter very often. No. And, and, and now, you know, I remember the, doing GPs years ago, the first time this sort of stuff came mm. up, we'd have a transgender player, we'd have a non-binary player. And, uh, you know, generally, uh, it, we'd be all very aware of it in, the, uh, in, the, in, in coverage, and we'd make sure to do our best to make sure the player was, uh, was treated the way they should be played, uh, should, be, should be treated. And it was never an issue, but it was, it was definitely an adjustment that I had to make, mm-hmm. and it was one that I was happy to make. And I reject anyone who says that it's... And this is, this is are you ready for a... a Scalding hot take? <laughs> no, <laughs> this is going to be the lukewarmest take you're ever going to hear. Anyone who says that it's too hard or that it's not natural, that language is... No, absolutely not. Of course not. Of course not. You're doing something that basically costs you nothing. Yeah, it's not hard. A very small amount of brain power for a very small amount of time, right? Once you get that... Like, it costs a little bit of RAM to begin with to start using they instead of he or she. But Mm. after a while... It's just like it's like any you get new used pattern. To it. You get so used to it, and now. You, you, but here's the thing: yeah. it's a, it's a very very small, if if no cost it's, at all to you. It is inconsequential. Is yes, what it is. yes. But it makes other people's lives easier. That's what I'm saying, and it, it makes is, some people's lives much easier. It is inconsequential to the person making the adjustment, and it can mean so much more. Right to the pe- what you are doing. Here's here's what you're doing, Dennis. This is what it boils down to: you are making the world a better place. By using people's preferred pronouns, and it's it, it is as simple as that. If you're if you're like, I would say I would I would I would wager that the overwhelming majority of listeners to this podcast are going to be on the right side of things here, and, and are going to agree with us. I would wager that too, but I would also wager that they know some people who aren't. Yeah, of course. especially outside of the magic community, just on the numbers, yeah. exactly right. So the next time you're having a discussion with someone like this, someone who you think maybe isn't intractable and might be able to change their perspective, remind them that by using preferred pronouns and by, by you know, being on the right side of history like this, they are just making the world... They are increasing the overall stock of human happiness by, you know, for them, a very small amount of work and for other people, quite a large benefit. It costs you basically nothing. And anything that costs you nothing and improves the, the, the quality of the civilization we share, it's a no-brainer. I wholeheartedly agree. And look... People make slip-ups. People make mistakes. Mm-hmm. People write "Hey lads" when they meant to say "right hey yeah, everyone." They do. In their I, fa- I mean, I know this guy. in their yeah. Facebook groups, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah. Um, but anybody, <clears throat> in my experience, mm. no, I've never been, you know, quote unquote, reprimanded or punished mm. for any good-natured attempt. And I'm sure I've missed. I'm, 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 I'm certain I've yeah. misgendered or incorrectly used mm. a pronoun with somebody, and they've and they've said, oh, "Actually, I'd rather you call yeah. me they," or "Actually, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd prefer to be called he or she," or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's fine. And you do. And like I said, any good-natured attempt, uh, good-natured attempt. Almost universally yeah. is accepted. Yes, exactly. I mean, if you're making a good faith attempt to to improve yourself as a human, other people should and do support you in situations like this. But <clears throat> I think it's just it's important to note that there's re- there's really no reason not not to be like this. And, Agreed. And in a this is not the hill to die on. Man. This no, is not no, the thing exactly, to die. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean. There, there are so there is there there are so many issues that require a lot of nuance. There are so many issues that require a lot of unpacking. This is not one of them. I think, a, I think it's a freebie one. It, yeah. It's a it's a real freebie. And 
and you know if you if you make mistakes if you if you slip up or whatever else you, you know recognize that it's a process other people will recognize that too mm-hmm. we're all, we're all we're all on the same journey we're all attempt hopefully attempting to be the best human that we can be and just to make people happier and maybe that that is that is all that matters in life is in, is improving the overall stock of human happiness and by, and by doing something as simple as this by like what doing what you've done today and owning it and saying like you're going to be better the next time that's 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 all that really matters at the end of the day That's it for another episode of Scrimey River. Thanks for your company. It's well, actually, they're not. I mean, thanks for your your figurative company, not your literal. That would be very weird. Imagine if we literally had, like, if we had them in the in, the, in this hotel room with us, Dennis, listening. All all five hundred, six hundred people have listened to the podcast. Yeah, that, that seems untenable. But so yeah, it's a pretty one sided sort of relationship having a podcast. Yeah, well, actually, ours less than others. Yes, because people can write in and interact. And please do. Yes, uh, it's 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 been great to hear from people. It's been great to have people send in questions. Uh, please continue to do, to do this. The show wouldn't exist. Actually, we could. I guess we just make them up. We could make them up. Dear SMAR, how do you get such beautiful white straight teeth like Riley has? What a smile he has! Why would you pick your please teeth? Please give me I, my, my teeth. Cost my parents a lot of money. Thank you very much. <laughs> you do very nice teeth. I I, my, I I had teeth like my teeth. To to quote Griffin McElroy, my teeth used to look like a fence a fence built by a drunk person. And then <laughs> that's really funny. They spent six thousand dollars, and now look at them. That is some expensive yeah, teeth. Australian dollars though. Oh, so that's, that's, about, 20, that's like twenty quid. <laughs> it's like twenty pounds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Um, so thank you to mum and dad for for giving me these choppers. Uh, anyway, Ooh, a little bit of ASMR there. Please, a, little bit I, ASM, a little bit of ASMR, SMAR. <laughs> How many listeners do you think we have who mistyped in ASMR? And then say, oh, Ended just, up with I'll, SMAR. I'll, I'll, I'll just listen to it anyway. Non-zero. It, it wouldn't be zero. It definitely wouldn't be zero. So for, for those listeners, here's a bit of, a bit of the, old tooth, a bit of the old teethy choppers. Hope you enjoyed that one. Anyway, um, please, please do write in. Please do write in. You can send you send them to me directly either on Twitter, slide into our DMs, uh, at Riley Quitow for me. Or indeed at Strandjack or at Channel Fireball actually will also work. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, or email them to me if you prefer. A little bit longer form if you like to uh, if you like to have a sort of a dear, a dear smar and a yeah. regards X at the end. Or if you want to be private as well. Exactly. Um, uh, Riley Quitow at gmail.com for that. Um, a couple of things before we close up the show, Dennis. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to say thank you to Joachim Karad. Or it might be Joachim Karad. It probably know. is Joachim. probably is Swedish, so it probably is uh, for the absolute banger, the club banger that is our uh, our, our theme song. It well, is... you like you like his stuff a lot. It's, same, it's Arena Boys too, right? Arena Boys, just basically every content I make. This guy makes a ton of copyright free music, and it it slaps so hard. But right, but Riley, mm. this and Arena Boys, you said every content you make. What other content? Do you <laughs> oh, make? thank you. Oh, actually, no, I don't use. You don't use Robert. <laughs> I don't use Joe Kim for my history podcast, um, uh, halfhousehistory.net. Uh, you can uh, you can go and listen to me talk about history every, every week there. It's very good. And ironically, it's very good. Thank I, you very much. It's, uh, there's a high incentive for me to tell you it's very bad, mm. just to like, you know, keep you in check ego-wise. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it is actually very good. Thank you very much. History sucks. History is very boring. It has, mm. it has a huge PR problem, and I'm, I'm fighting that every week with, uh, with Half House History. Give it a listen if you want to. Uh, which, uh, and its music is by the U.S. Marine Corps Band. Like a... Yeah, it's the Radetzky March performed oh, by the okay. U.S. Marine Corps band. Do you know why? Why all of it? All of the music produced by the, the U.S. Marine Corps band copyright copyright free, free baby. Can't, can't get copyright me on that. free baby. Can't get me on that. It's like NASA. All those photos they put up. Ooh. I'm going to use them for personal. I'll, I'll use them for commercial users. Ooh. I'm going to modify them. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> no copyright. Um, but thank you, Joe Joachim, for for all of your work and and, and do go and listen to his music. Um, anything else you want to plug, Dennis? No, just do please send us in questions, tweet them at us, email mm-hmm. them to us. Mm-hmm. You know, write on a little piece of paper. Carry pigeon. To, to you know, turn to a corner, light on fire, and say like, a whisper to the Eldritch Gods." I'll probably get there too. You know Twitter's I mean? probably better, but it's close. Do you know what I've never received? 
Te- telegram. You've never seen a telegram? I'd love, I'd love a telegram. Like, now when you say telegram, mm. do you mean like a beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 oh, beep, beep, yeah, beep, yeah. Or do you mean like a, like a, and like, hello, my lady, hello, my honey, <laughs> a, a hello. Yeah. I will take advice questions for SMAR any way you like. Any, any way someone wants to, if you want to, if you want to write them out in Mesopotamian cuneiform on a clay tablet I'll accept it uh, but uh, I would really like someone to write a question at, or, a, or a topic or whatever mm. in some ridiculous way and tweet us a photo of it yeah that'd be very good I would really like that, that. I mean it'd be more or less guaranteed to be oh well, easy, yeah, easy. Absolutely. you could write you could write the most ridiculous question it doesn't even have to be about my teeth anyway we're done. Dennis, it's been great. Thank you for your company. Um, thank you for yours. Thank, well, no, but thank you, Dennis. No, but thank you. No, but really. Thank you. Thank you. We're done. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for SMR this week. Bye.